like I'm in a torture chamber. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fame, your weekly reality star breakdown and all about the city that breaks them down. Hey guys, it's me, your host, Brittany Bell, just little old me. You know, your your favorite nine to fiver, your wedding dress bargain hunter, and the girl that in her wildest dreams apparently dreams about like shopping sprees at Ross. God, how's everyone doing this week? What a week. We we have a lot to talk about. A lot of TV, a, a crap ton of TV to talk about. But I know um, not to date this episode, but I'm going to date this episode. So there's another episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta that's coming up. New York premieres this week. So is Potomac. Not really sure how I feel about Potomac. I don't even know where Potomac is. I watched the entire season. Is it in like North Carolina, D.C.? Or is it in Maryland, Virginia? I don't know one of those states. I don't know where they feel like they're important. I I, I, I just have a lot of feelings on Potomac in general. But before I even start on that, I probably won't even touch that because, you know, I should give it a chance um, second season for them to redeem themselves. I'll just kind of let you know what's been going on I know the last episode I had an amazing guy on a bear named Troy as we all love him and I by the way I hope you guys are all following him in addition to me at fleeting 15 on Instagram and Twitter and make sure you go and rate this podcast five stars only duh because you guys already know my story I I need five stars but god These past weeks, I know I've been talking about the wedding a lot. I'm prepping like a year in advance because pretty much I just want this over with. Not that I'm stressed by any means. It's just, it's better for this just to be over. It's just such a hard pill to swallow that like every time you're writing out a check, it seems like it's for like five grand or more. And this is coming from the person who didn't even want a wedding. I know I mentioned it in my intro. I am wedding dress bargain hunting at this point. Personally, I I never, as you guys know, really wanted a wedding. So it's really hard for me to get into it. And on top of it, it's just a really hard pill to swallow knowing I'm spending like $4,000 on a dress you wear like what for like six hours. So my goal is to find a dress for under $1,000. And originally, my goal was for it not to be at David's Bridal, but it looks like I will be there. My fiance actually called me an elitist when I told him my reasonings for never wanting to go to David's Bridal. But it looks like I am going to be a David's Bridal bride because apparently there is no such thing as a dress under $1,000. It's kind of weird. Like, honestly, I would have been happy with the dress for $500 because I don't own in general a dress for $500 so I would have felt like a princess but I don't know I'm just being cheap speaking of cheap um, maybe I am Um, I have been called Brittany Davis Jr. multiple times because of my thriftiness I don't necessarily think I'm cheap I just think I, you know, I, I want my dollar to stretch. Like Uncle Sam takes out, I'm in California, so it seems like 40% on my paycheck. So, you know, I just, I you know, and you got to work nine to five. I, I just want my dollar to go long and strong. You know what I mean? 
I don't know, but maybe that's why I'm having like fantasies about um, shopping at Ross. Literally, you guys, um, I don't know. Maybe this just tells you the type of person I am. I want to say this just portrays me being a down to earth gal. But really, I just think it portrays me being like a garbage person with no ambitions or aspirations. No joke. I woke up in the happiest mood the other day. Not because like, I don't know, because I got a raise or something, but no, because I dreamt that I had a shopping spree at Ross. Now, there's nothing wrong with the Ross in general, but one should not have dreams and fantasizing and waking up with a smile on their face for having shopping sprees at Ross. Like, why not like a Nordstrom, even a Nordstrom rack? A Bloomingdale's. No, no. Your girl, Brittany Bell, 9 to 5 here, is even in her wildest dreams fantasizing about, like, Ross. You know, that place where you can get, like, a $5.99 logo tee. I don't know. I don't know. But back to the mantra, you guys. I've, I've kind of been getting off this, but I love the mantra. I need to keep touching on this. Did you guys kind of like my accent? I feel like I'm in a torture chamber. That's my best Dorit accent, actually. How she felt, and I hate that I even feel her feelings, but that's kind of how I'm feeling right now about reality TV. So this is going to be my weekly mantra. I feel like I'm in a torture chamber. Do I sound worldly in that accent now? Do I? Interesting. Okay. You guys, I have watched so much reality TV this week. My brain is mush. And at this point, I really just need to get paid for it. I was watching Braxton Family Values, caught up on that. Teen Mom OG, Real Housewives Atlanta, um, what else? Beverly Hills. I watched the Vanderpump Rules Wedding, Sweet Home Oklahoma, and um, my favorite undercover show, which is Bad Girls Club. I'm not actually I've yet to meet someone who watches Bad Girls Club besides me. But yeah, I'm obsessed. I've always felt like if there was one TV show I was meant for, it was Bad Girls Club. Not that I'm a fighter because I would like to say or at least think I have a really pretty face and I don't want anyone damaging it and I have a really good nose, like a great nose, actually. Maybe I'll take a photo of it, my profile, but more so because I've got a mouth on me. Like I know how to hit the jugular. I know how to go low. So I always felt like Bad Girls Club would be the place for me. Plus, they're always going out to lunches and they're always lunches like $15 or less. So I just feel like I would fit into the group really well. We all know at this point, I mean, I talk about how reality television just is runs deep. I I don't remember a time where I didn't watch reality television, even a kid as a kid. I used to watch that show Blind Date. Oh my God, I was obsessed with it. Um, But and we all know oxygen, the oxygen channel is practically my oxygen at this point for living. But is it me? Or is reality TV just becoming god awful? And not even awful in the best way, more like awful and like this is so predictable. For example, I watched 
Oklahoma. What was it? Sweet Home Oklahoma on Bravo because I will watch anything Bravo produces. Anything that airs on Bravo, I will give it a chance no matter what. And it just seems so like, ugh. Like, I knew what the episode was going to be within five minutes. And I've only watched the first episode. But within five minutes of the episode, it was so predictable. There's a lady named Pump. Pump. That's just how I like hear her name when they say it. Pump. And she's doing a challenge with her two favorite girlfriends. And of who can do the most steps on her Fitbit. And ta-da, at the end of the episode, she had the most steps. Do you guys want to know why she had the most steps? Because she put the Fitbit on her dog. Haven't we seen this before? No? Have we passed this tree multiple times? I'm like, I knew that was going to happen. Like, why? Like, why are we even showing this? I mean, bravo, can you, I don't know, let's get a show about me, um, I don't know, recording episodes in the corner of my room. I feel like I'm a lot more entertaining than Pump. I don't know. Maybe I'm just jealous. I I, I really could be. I mean, there were some good things about Sweet Home Oklahoma. I, I really like that they were very aware of themselves with all the little interstitials at the beginning. Like they were interviewing um, just randoms asking, what do you guys think of people? Or they were interviewing people thinking asking them what do people probably think of Oklahoma people said Trump country people who voted for Bush twice flyover state you know I really did actually enjoy their self-awareness because that's actually everything that came to my mind and truth be told I don't even know where Oklahoma is on the map and before you judge me I am college educated but I dare you no guesses and no looking to like in your mind know where Oklahoma is yeah, we all know it's somewhere in the middle, but where exactly? Do you know? I don't know. And if you do know, tweet it my way because I, I need to learn. I need some education. I don't know. Reality television is making me stupid. But that was just my, I don't know. Should I continue with the second or third episode? For me, it just seemed God awful like I was in a torture chamber because it's just becoming so predictable and more scripted. I've always known that reality television was scripted, though I love to believe everyone's like BFFs and really hangs out and are attached to the hip in real life. It's just seeming more and more they're not even trying anymore. Yeah, it doesn't even seem like they're trying. I don't know. Maybe I'm just hating too because as much as I feel like pump is just a waste of space on television, I, I actually felt like we may be kindred spirits. Besides the fact that we're both not, not both, not, well, she's not a natural blonde either. I'm not a blonde. I am not divorced. I do not have a my own show. I still feel like we may be kindred spirits. I saw something in her. And what I saw was the fact that she brings in her own iced tea at restaurants, which I actually really appreciate because if I could bring my own crystal light packets into restaurants instead of having to pay like $5.99 for a lemonade, I would. But the problem is, I don't know, I have a little bit more self-respect than that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, what do they always say? The people you hate the most is something or 
the people you dislike the most are what you see in yourself. So maybe that's why I dislike Pump so much and all her antics is because I see that into myself. I see that in myself. IDK, maybe I'll follow up on that thought a little later. Yeah, guys, but I'm just starting to really see the same themes over and over again in reality television. Maybe I'm getting my PhD in reality, and it's just the same things over and over again, but it's really not good. Actually, maybe I am super excited for New York because I know Bethany will bring it. Um, Atlanta, I guess I can do a quick little recap of what's going on in Atlanta, which is I don't even know what's going on in Atlanta. Who's eating who out? Portia is apparently talking about teacup short and stout, saying she didn't eat out candy, but yet candy has a sex dungeon and tried to rape her. The OG, um, what is it? The old late, yeah, the OLG. Yeah, the old lady gang has finally in real life opened up the restaurant. Poor Todd, poor Todd. I feel like he definitely got over his head with this restaurant. I mean, Peter and Cynthia tried to warn them. He thought this restaurant was going to be open in three months, but it seems like it has taken more than a year. I don't know. Nothing really with that front. All I've gotten from it is that they're, they sell fried um, deviled eggs and the OLG gang just wants to be rich. Poor Candy. Actually, you know what? I have felt for Candy this season. Like, I always say she's a snooze fest. She's a bore. But honestly, she may be the realest one of them all. Like, she just stays in her lane. She doesn't care about the drama. She flies above the haters. And that's what at least I can respect about her, except that nasty hypocrite, um, Phaedra Parks. Mm, Phaedra, Phaedra, Phaedra. You are going to have to answer to this to God and most importantly, St. Andy at the reunion. How are you just going to lie like that? And see, and see, look at I just like uncrossed my legs. I have an issue with you taking, what was it? Um, Candy's old co-worker to a lawyer you knew and tried to be like, well, I took an oath, ma'am. And that is something I have to do. Bitch, you didn't take an oath for anything because honestly, I'm still not even sure you're a real lawyer because you've lost like three cases on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I've yet to even see you win a case at this point. And you're just a really bad liar. You are definitely doing this out of spite. You're trying to hurt Candy. And I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It looks dark. It looks pathetic. And honestly, at this point, You deserved your husband. You truly did. I think you are a despicable person. The fact, not only are you trying to get Candy sued, because you could have just said, you know what, simply I declined this case, you know, go to someone else. You didn't have to help out that boy find a reputable lawyer to, um, to sue Candy. But not only that, the fact that you threw frack, or Frick, or Frock, frickin' Frack, not really sure which one you are, or which one Portia is, under the bus with the whole um, Shamia thing, you did not speak up once this entire season. Portia has been getting so much slack this season about making up that rumor, but when really, it was you. I thought you guys were BFFs. Why didn't you stick up with her? Hmm? Hmm? 
See, it's okay because I know St. Andy, Andy Cohen, are, is going to ask you all of these questions. And one more thing, since I'm on Phaedra, what was up with that green cutout piece you wore to see Cynthia? I have so many questions. Was that a top? Was that a jumpsuit? Was that one of those jumpsuit tops which you have to button under? Like, it just looked like a thong. And I'm not one to age shame or like body. I'm all about positive body image. But just because they make it in your size does not mean you need to wear it. Okay? And I'm going to say it because there are so many cutouts and rolls. And honestly, you start kind of looking like packaged meat. You know how like, meat sometimes has a string in it and it's just like popping out like if you buy like ground turkey and it's like pops out the meat that's kind of what your back looked like in your entire like why did you think you could wear that on camera like again just because they make it in your size does not mean you should be wearing it like were you gonna go in the pool with it I'm not really sure Miss Phaedra Parks but I don't know. I've just got a lot of questions on reunion and I cannot wait for it. I will be at my television 5 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, 5 p.m. Eastern, which is like 2 p.m. my time or whatever time it comes out. I will be there because I will need to live tweet what the hell is going on this season. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, Kenya. Ooh, Kenya. See. You should have never had Matt on the show at all because he's telling he telling your business. Mm-hmm. You trying to act like you haven't seen Matt in forever. And then Matt was like, we just had sex in your truck the other day. Ooh, Kenya, I bet you, you didn't want us to know all that. But see, I feel like there's another part of the story we don't know. I'm not saying Matt is not a man child because he is. He's always crying. Like, honestly, people need to know how they look on reality television. Like, because he looks like a bitch. Like, and I'm going to say it. And not just because he's crying. He's always throwing tantrums, making excuses. But it's just, it's not a good look. Rule number one, unless you are Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she's a good TV crier. You should never be crying on live TV. Not really sure why Twirl and Twat, Twirl, Kenya, what are your dog's name? Twirl, I'm going to call them Twirl and Twat. Twirl and Twat needed a birthday and not sure why Matt was the only one there. That was a really sad birthday. Did you invite anyone to your dog's birthdays? I don't know. I don't know. So many questions. Again, I'm becoming very disappointed with reality television. There used to be a whole storyline, you know? There used to be something where you could follow. Now, I feel like people are just throwing things at walls and seeing what can stick. And we're just all sitting there and drinking the tea. But I can, I have no idea what's going on. It's actually really difficult for me to even wrap my head around it. I can write an entire thesis on one episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Just so much going on, so much time. I feel like I'm in a torture chamber. Like my mind is just racing, not really sure what, what's happening, what's left, what's right. If an, who's twit, who's twat, who's twirl, I know nothing. I know nothing at this point.
Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What else am I working with? I wrote a lot of notes for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills just because, again, I, I just didn't know what was going on. I was on like cough syrup and I... I just had a couple of thoughts and I just thought I would just kind of give you my bullet points for the episode. My first bullet point actually makes me laugh. These women really know how to waste a good meal. Maybe that's why they are so thin. And what I'm referring to is the fact that we um, ended last episode with Erica and, um, screaming at Dorit. Okay, you guys. I'll start with my little recap on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But you guys, please be a little patient with me. I was on like cough syrup when I was writing down my notes. So if you guys just to bring you guys back a couple episodes or a couple weeks ago, Eileen, not Eileen, Erica was going off on both Dorit and Eileen. And all I could think about the entire time was, these women really sure know how to waste a good meal. Just such a great meal. Like that is why these women are so thin. Have you guys noticed they're always being filmed with food? Always. But yet they're never eating. And I think it's because when there's food at the table, they just decide to fight because fighting not only like you like sweat, you're losing calories, but it's also a distraction from the audience, well, not me, because as we know, I have a PhD of reality television and reality television from realizing these bitches never eat. Okay, so maybe I could never be on this show because all I would be doing is reaching around for the bread basket. Like these women definitely know how to waste a good meal. You're in Hong Kong. This is probably like a Michelin star restaurant you're at and you guys aren't eating. I wish I had your guys' problems. I do. I really do. I also made a note that Dorito, Dorit, um, when they were getting ready to all go shopping, she, her hair had suddenly grown like 10 inches. So shout out to her weaveologist she apparently brought with her on the trip. And why are all of these people now bringing like help when they go on trips? Remember the days where you, they would just have like their compact and powder their nose? Now they have like designers with them, hairdressers, makeup artists. I'm really not sure what's going on, but again, it's becoming really elaborate. It's becoming too reality television. The whole point of reality television is to like pretend like we know they're not supposed to break any walls. Like we know it's reality television. They know, but they're pretending like they're living their lives. But yet they have all these people surrounding them all the time to make sure they look good. That's not reality because, girl, Dorit, I have seen what you look like in real life and you do not walk around with the makeup and hairstylist at all times. Like, it's not reality. Shut it down. And you know what, Andy? I think this needs to be in the contract. No more help. You guys have to do your hair yourself. You have to do your makeup yourself. Let's make this as real as possible. But I did also note that you were wearing a Yeezy outfit, Dorit. I don't like you, but I did like your outfit. I may almost go on the limb and say you are actually, in my opinion, the best dressed housewife of all time. I used to think it was Kelly, maybe because she wore all like those branches, always in like a Chanel, always had like a Birkin bag on her. But Dorit, I really think you may be the best dressed housewife. 
I mean, you don't know how to put anything together. Like I, I doubt you could like put an outfit together at H&M for yourself, but you do know how to wear those brands, girl, and you wear it well. I tip my hat off to you. But see, this is also hard for me to say. I, I didn't appreciate Erica snapping at Eileen last episode when she didn't even mention her son. It was just a figure of speech, as we all know, but she got really upset. But I mean, Eileen being the gracious lady and classy bitch she is, she, you know, was like, I'm sorry. She apologized for something. Honestly, she didn't even have to apologize for. And it seemed like everything was good. Okay, we now know even remotely say, uh, saying the S word son in any way, shape or form is a trigger word for Erica. But what I really did not like, and it's again, really hard for me to wrap my head around this because I'm starting to feel a little betrayed and maybe what we we're seeing before wasn't reality. It was just acting on Erica's side was how she treated Eden when Eden bought her a gift. If that wasn't mean girl, I don't know it was. The fact that she was mocking her, that she bought her a gift and going around to all the women going, look at you guys, she's trying to buy my friendship with the friendship wing. Like, just say thank you. What you're doing was mean and petty. And honestly, I thought you're better than that, Erica. And I'm taking this very personally, as you can see. I really, truly thought you were better. Torture chamber, going back to this. It is torturing me that I thought you were someone else. But maybe you are this person. Maybe you just are a mean girl. I don't know. I'm hoping you can redeem yourself at the reunion because I'm sure they're going to bring it up. But it was bitchy. It was bitchy as hell. And I'm just happy that next episode is the season finale because this season was boring as hell. Honestly, I need an award at this point for just keeping up with this show. It wasn't that good at all. I mean, Erica stole the show. I really do like Lisa Rinna. She quote unquote owns it. Not really, but she's good TV. Curious to see if they're going to dump anyone next season. We all know Eden's not coming back. She wasn't much of a presence. She was just actually a punching bag for all the ladies. Oh, other notes, other notes. Yeah, I'm like, wait, why were they in Hong Kong again? They were there to, I don't know, for... Lisa Vanderpump of Pump Dogs or Vanderpump Dogs, Pumpatinis, to show off her like work she does with dogs. Quick question, you guys, and hoping you guys can answer. That man she had there who's also like the assistant manager at the Vanderpump Dog Place in West Hollywood, he was in Hong Kong as well. Is he like, I guess it wouldn't even be by coastal, by continents? Why was he there? Who's paying for this? Bravo, Lisa. Why is he there? And why am I not applying for these jobs? Apparently, I can be in Lisa Vanderpump's presence, possibly get on the show and be bicontinental and be working on like getting dogs and homes in Hong Kong so people don't eat them. But did they go all the way to Hong Kong to go to a shelter? Like, that's what I'm just really wondering, because the last um, podcast I talked about, all we saw was her like filming something behind a green screen, which I was really confused because, I mean, it's L.A. Everyone has a green screen. They didn't need to fly there. And then all the ladies go to the pound. 
Do they know there's pounds in Los Angeles? I mean, I live like a half a mile from the, what is it? Like the Inglewood SPCA, like whatever it's called. I, I, I don't understand why they didn't just go there instead. I guess, look at me looking at people's wallets all the time. I'm always trying to budget people's lives out. Again, not my business, I suppose. Next week is the season finale of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I, I know I just mentioned this, but God, it can come fast enough. I didn't really like Lisa Vanderpump's, again, not that she asked me, but still, it's unsolicited advice. I, I, but I feel like you should listen of her and of her theme. It was like rosé wedges and sparkly things is this a three-year-old's birthday sparkly things not really sure what's going on but I just really laugh because all so do you guys remember that the real housewives were in Lady Gaga's music video called like him or guy it was called like guy do you guys remember that is it me or did they all look like they were going back to that um that video, I'm like, did they just borrow those costumes? All the ladies had like flowers in their hair, like they're at Coachella, though they're like 60 years old. Not really sure why the ladies had to wear wedges at like 9 p.m. I mean, I'm even getting away from wedges at this point because they're kind of 2012. But why are you making grown women wear wedges at 9 p.m.? Why? Why, Lisa? Why? Yeah, that's pretty much it, you guys. I mean, my little recaps, I guess it was more thoughts than recaps. It's always hard to do this alone. It's again, it's like a thin line between conversational and just like blabbering to myself. So I'm pretty, I'm hoping I wasn't just blabbering to myself. I hope this is conversational and this is actually all the thoughts you guys had as well. You know, yeah. So yes, yeah, you guys, that's the end of my Real Housewives recap. I really hope I'm, you know, on that thin line of blabbering and talking to myself like a crazy person in between that and like trying to be conversational, like your girlfriend in the car chit-chatting with you about this. Before I let you guys go, I have one more thought. Because like I mentioned, I watched Vanderpump Rules. I really wanted to watch the wedding. Haven't watched the entire season. But a couple things just popped out to me as a woman planning her wedding. If my wedding was on television, I mean, it's not and I'm still not doing this. Why is it buffet? Is that embarrassing? And I read online that um, Katie Tomcat's wedding was on like a Wednesday, which pretty much means their venue was free and not. But then it's on TV and you had buffet. I mean, could you not get I don't know someone to pay for just a, I don't know a plate at dinner, someone bringing it to you guys, something somewhere. It didn't even look like there was hors d'oeuvres. And the thing that really irked me, and it only irks me because it was on television and I expect more, but you know what? Maybe this is reality television. So I'm just being a hypocrite because they were living their true selves. But I saw beer cans, not even beer bottles, but light at that. I don't know. That just really... 
I just, it really stood out to me. I don't know, it's because I'm planning my own wedding and now I'm, I get to be judgmental of everyone else because now I'm spending thousands upon thousands of dollars like everyone else. But those two things just really popped in my mind. A, there was no hors d'oeuvres. B, the cans, like beer cans. And C, it was a buffet. Again, maybe they're living their true selves, their true lives, and I need to stop being a judgmental bitch. But I just expect it more from reality television. But there you go. Maybe it was just Tom Cat's reality after all. Oh, that was cute how I just wrapped that up. That was really good. Well, okay, you guys, I really hope you enjoyed um, today's episode. Don't forget to follow me at Fleeting15 and give me five stars. I cannot wait. For the next episode, will be all about Potomac, New York, and everything in between and whatever, wherever my mind goes. So I can't wait to chit chat and I will talk to you guys all later. Bye.